to the Divine Lotus Healing Podcast. I'm your host, Laura West. We cover energy medicine, spiritual topics, and natural plant-based medicine. Learn how to live your most soul-centered, high-vibe, holistic lifestyle. Join me on the journey. Let's get started. All right, everyone. Hi, welcome to our live jump on here. I am with my dear, dear colleague and friend, Carolyn Wilkins, and you know me, Laura West. Um, <laughs> we have this annual event that we love to do every year, and it's coming soon. We call it Spirit Talks. Carolyn and I, how do you describe yourself, Carolyn? I say I'm a psychic medium and a channel. How do you describe yourself? Yeah, I think that's a good one. There's always about 5 million names to describe what it is that we do. Um, but I'm going to go with psychic medium and healer. Great. Psychic medium and healer. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Always, we do have that kind of interwoven thing, right? Yes, we do. And it's hard actually to parse it out because so much depends on what's needed. We do, we bring what is needed. Yeah, that's true. A friend of mine is writing a, she's revamping her book and um, I've read it a long time ago and I'm a champion of her work. Actually, I'll, I'll plug it here even though it has nothing to do with us. Her name is Lara Waldman, L-A-R-A Waldman. And mm -hmm. she wrote Money Manifestation Mastery. And it's a lovely, lovely book for women, men too, but for women to go through this beautiful abundance opening from a feminine perspective. And it really was a powerful book for me to read a long time yes. ago. And I've since connected with her and done a lot of work with her. So she's rewriting her book and redesigning the back jacket. And she asked me to put a quote on. So of course I obliged. And she said, so what should we call you? And I was like, well, I have like 18 different things I do in my business. So I don't really know. So I just picked something generic, like holistic healing coach. But really, it's so much more than that. But to fit on the back of a book jacket, you have to have it like... It needs to be small. And it needs to be recognizable that people can go, oh, I know what that is. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because, for example, a lot of people have trouble with the label psychic medium. Because really, to be honest, if you're any good as a medium, you must be also good to be a psychic to even be a medium at all. So yeah. psychic medium is a little redundant. However, I think that for people who don't know what it is we do at all, it at least gives them some kind of labels to hang their hat on. I agree. It's so interesting you bring that up because in our line of work and, you know, like in education and in any other profession, there's technical terms that you use as the person in the field. You and I both understand everybody on the planet is psychic, right? They, and they don't know it, most of them. And when they come to us as clients or class participants, you have a course. Let's be sure to plug that course today, by the way. Oh, thank you. Why don't we do it now? Tell everybody what your course is. Oh, so, yes, I do have a course the tagline for the course, we are all psychic. It's called Magical Communication, How to Talk to Your Ancestors. And it is a very reasonably priced online class that you can find on udemy.com. Maybe I'll throw a link up later for you to find it. But it's a class for anyone who's ever wanted to be able to just 
communicate with their deceased loved ones, if you've lost a friend, a family member. Um, it's not for getting up on a platform or for having a TV show or anything. It's just for your own personal use. But yes, Laura, we are all psychic. That that's kind of comes with being a human being, it turns out. Great. And so when we say psychic in our descriptors, it's kind of redundant for us because we already understand, well, we're all psychic. But for a general layperson who's new to this understanding of things, they think psychic and they think, oh my God, you can connect me to my mom who's been dead for 15 years. Let's go there and do that. Or yes. they think like, no thanks, not interested, <laughs> which is also fine too. But we don't see those people and we don't know those people. So <laughs> yes. world, but we don't have to, we, they don't cross our paths. But anyway, yeah, so our titles, it's very interesting because we do so much. And I love when you and I do this Spirit Talks event because we just have this really lovely click and we just banter and we go back and forth and the energy is really huge. And it, it's so surprising what comes through. I'm really excited to do this. Carolyn and I are holding a Spirit Talks event again this October on October 27th in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And we have details coming for you. But we will have a live audience of people sitting in the audience with us. And we're also opening this up to those of you who are online with us um, from far away. And there have been several of you who've been inquiring with me, when are you going to put the tickets up? When are you putting the tickets up? They're coming soon. So just mark <laughs> your calendars, October 27th. And be sure to put yourselves on our newsletter lists, because if you're on the newsletter list, you will get first dibs. It's first come, first serve. And we might have a surprise for you about um pricing structures so there you go yep. and then it'll open up to the general public after that that's exactly right i'm so glad you put that so clearly because yes this is a really special thing laura and i have known each other now what maybe four years maybe it's been a little while i want to say and i've always felt a deep soul connection with Laura and I've always felt like, oh, I want to work with her. And the few times that we've been able to uh, sync our calendars up to be able to find a time and space to offer a Spirit Talks event, it's always been amazing. As Laura says, you never know what is going to come through. We bring through ancestors, we bring through guides, we bring through friends. Sometimes we just bring incredible life-changing spiritual advice. It's a whole kind of runs the gamut of possibility because we are both very open to whatever spirit puts on our hearts to speak in this in this moment. So it's gonna be very special. And as Laura says, you don't wanna miss it. <laughs> yeah, it's a really lovely way for those of you who have an interest in working with each of us. We have private sessions with folks where we do readings, but if you're interested in more of a um, group session, maybe there's a, um, it's just a different dynamic for you. So come and join us for a reduced cost in a group dynamic instead of a one-on-one -on -one session. Although one-on-one -on -one sessions are really powerful because the information is tailored to you. Yeah. No, there's something special about a group. Yeah. And there's something special also about the community that is built when you sit down and share with a group of people. And the place where we're going to be having this event is not that big. It's not a great big 
auditorium or something. It's an intimate, cozy space, and you are going to feel the energy, both of the messages that come for you, but also the messages that come for the other people in the group, because it's intimate. You will feel it. I know. I'm really excited. It's going to be such a cozy environment. And um, somebody was just asking me the other day, how do you, how are you able to read for people online if they're not present in the room? And I said, well, it's just like Reiki. Energy knows no space and time boundaries. So you can send Reiki to somebody in California or in Puerto Rico or in, last week I was sending it to somebody in Kazakhstan. <laughs> that was interesting because there's such a huge time change for us. But it's picking up on the vibration of people's spiritual presence around them or the psychic information that would like to be known to them or their loved ones that are trying to communicate from spirit form. It doesn't matter if they're across the town or across the country or across the world. The energy comes no matter where they are in the world. And because you and I have practiced so much and we've done a lot of trainings in our lives, we are really adept at reading the information and picking it up and then giving it back out in all the different ways that we do. Yes, that is true. And I will say, in the world of spirit, and we are actually, as Wayne Dyer famously said, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. experience. Sometimes we forget that, but we actually exist in the world of spirit. And in the world of spirit, there is no time. There is no space. Everything is all in the present moment and it's not a linear thing that can be easily explained if you've never had a reading before or experienced uh, this kind of thing I would just say to you just come and try it mm -hmm. you you yeah. will be surprised because it's not what you think it is first of all it's not going to be this creepy scary no. thing neither mm -mm. Laura or I do scary things predicting telling people they're going to drop dead and that we do not believe in that. We don't go there. Our messages are going to be powerful. They're going to be positive because we are bringing through your next steps. We're bringing through what the highest information is for you at this time. Uh, and that comes through regardless of where you are, who you are, or any of that. It's pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, it really gives me goosebumps to think that in that space, such powerful, clear messages come for people. I remember last year, people were crying in the audience. And oh, absolutely. Messages for them, but they were so moved by the energy of what was coming through for other people that they were just so emotionally shifted. Yes. Yeah, it's really powerful. Yes. And it is profoundly healing uh, to yeah. know that, in fact, we're not alone. We're not these separate little uh, just blobs of flesh walking around uh, victim to every sling and arrow. It may seem like that and sometimes it may feel like that, but in fact, our guides, our ancestors, our spiritual support team is always around us. We're part of a much larger entity mm -hmm. than we give ourselves credit for most of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. You know what I learned recently about Wayne Dyer? You just, you mentioned him a few minutes ago. Hmm. He now is in spirit form and he is available for anyone who wants to 
have him teach them, communicate with them, channel to them the love wow. and the light that he brought through on the earth plane when he was alive. Anybody on the earth plane can ask for Wayne Dyer to come, just like a guardian angel or an ascended master or a crossed over loved one, and wow. he will come. So I just heard that little tidbit yesterday in an audiobook that I'm reading. And so now in my next meditative experience, I'm going to sit and, sh and bring him through. I'm going to ask him to come and I'm going to start working with him because I absolutely loved his wisdom and his grace that he had while he was alive here. And it makes perfect sense that he doesn't stop being alive. He's just shifted form. Duh. <laughs> Why didn't I think of this before? Right. So I'm curious to connect with him and, and have oh. him come my work. That is fabulous. I'm not surprised, like you said, because of all the teachers, he was always a person who was constantly working to make his work as accessible as possible to as many people as possible. All kinds of books, TV things, videos. He was on PBS all the time. Um, he was really somebody out there trying to spread the message. So how beautiful. You'll have to let me know what he what he tells you yeah he'll come through some channeled message of something or other i'm sure mm. but we can all do it anybody can although i think it's nice for people to come and sit in the audience and just receive right you can have skills you don't have to have skills you can be somebody who's brand new to receiving messages or you can be a professional like the both of us are and you can come and be in the audience and be held it doesn't matter it runs the gamut i think so because there's something special about just being in the energy of that um, that is very healing, even if, like you said, even if you don't get a message. Although, uh, we, that said, Laura and I will do our best at this event to bring through messages um, for a lot of people. And Laura and I are also both channels, so it is quite likely that in addition to individual messages, it's likely, I won't say absolutely, <laughs> but it's certainly likely that a channeled message will come uh, from, you know, the universal forces. You have the Council of Light. I have Yamaya. Um, so it's, there's all kinds of wonderful healing possibilities open. So please come. It's going to be a ton of fun. It really is. Yeah. Can we shift gears for a minute? I want to ask you some personal questions about your journey, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Okay. Fire away. Because we've known each other for a long time, and we're always on the go, and we're always in the moment and in the energy of the work together and just operating like finely oiled machines. But I, and I have known your story. Can we do full disclosure and just say a little bit about background I don't I don't want to reveal too much of your story. um so to talk a little bit about how I got into doing the psychic reading thing yeah so I want to know your journey like when did you start to know that you were of this mm. understanding about the way the world works were you a child did it come to you as yes you know it's very interesting because when I was young um very, very young, I had some pretty strong psychic experiences, but they kind of freaked me out. I was seeing things, I was seeing like energy, I was seeing kind of beings and corners and things, but it was really scary to me and I was having nightmares and I wasn't sleeping and of course that meant I was keeping my parents up 
until the wee hours I can remember my father, bless his heart, would come and actually sleep in my bedroom uh, because I would get so, I would wake up and be so fearful. So eventually they sent me to a kitty shrink, <laughs> child wow. psychologist. Um, yeah, because, you know, they were parents who uh, went by, I was raised by Dr. Spock book about, you know, what was the proper way. And, you know, these things were definitely considered unhealthy delusions, right? To be talking to people who weren't there, to be seeing things or forms or figures or things flying across the uh, air was not, you know, this wasn't a good thing. Plus, I was really scared. So um, they took me and after I don't know how long I went, maybe a year or something, but I mean, every week I, my mother would take me downtown. And eventually, of course, I stopped having the visions. I stopped seeing things. I stopped hearing things. And I became, you know, quote unquote, normal. Well, I never was really normal. I don't think anyone is actually really yeah. normal. Right. But I was calmed down enough that I was able to kind of go through my my life and be a good student and do the things that were expected of me. But I was also a really always a really sensitive and really creative child mm -hmm. and I didn't even realize until later and maybe some of you out there uh, listening have had this experience of you realize that you actually knew without people having to tell you you knew what they wanted you to do you knew what they wanted you to be you knew what people were going to say to you what they were going to do I knew all the time and I didn't unfortunately think oh I must be psychic instead I thought I must work harder to please these people because this is what they want. This is what, so I became this ridiculous people pleasing, dependent on others kind of person for many, many years in my life until only recently after I had, you know, given birth to a child and kind of grown up a little bit, then it began to dawn on me that not everyone actually does know what people want before they say. I always thought everyone knew, but no, they don't, do they? So no. that's when I began to want to explore. And I'd always been very curious about spiritual things. Um, as a musician, which was my training, I went to college to be a musician. Uh, you're already kind of oriented to look beyond the physical. Everyone understands in the world of music that inspiration does not come from our just normal physical mind. It comes from something beyond whether yeah. you want to call it God or whether you want to call it the muse or whatever. Yeah. So I was already oriented that way. And I've also always been curious about different religions, different kinds of spirituality, always wanted to talk to God. When I was a little kid, I wanted to be a missionary. No wow. joke. I wanted to be a missionary. And I used to hold little church services. Yeah, that's my, not really? 
Yes, and I would pass the collection plate and make my mom and dad like drop nickels in, right? And make my brothers listen to me give the sermon. I would give the sermon. I would read from the Bible. I mean, it's really pretty weird when you. Oh, I love it. That's great. Go back and look. I was about eight, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I have always had this kind of direction, and then. Later now, as an adult, I've really kind of recognized that this is not just normal and not something that should be ignored, but in fact was part of a deep longing on my part for a connection with a spiritual path um, that was not necessarily religious per se, but was spiritual, and that involved my connection with larger forces and i've been pursuing that with a vengeance ever yeah. since about 2014 but yeah. studying mediumship yeah. studying psychic development and then kind of going pro if yeah. you will yeah yeah what did you do with the money from the collection plates when you had your yeah good question you know i don't even remember i hope i didn't buy candy bars <laughs> maybe <laughs> Maybe I did. I would like to think that I gave it to the homeless or something. That was another thing I used to do, though. There was a homeless man who used to hang out. Well, they didn't call them homeless, right? Back in the day, they just called them bums, right? But there was a man who used to hang out by the subway station. And I can remember that as I was going to town for my music lesson, I always made sure to give him, you know, probably like five cents. And I always got a little sweet roll. I'd share it with him, (laughs) you know. But I think that I just always kind of had a certain kind of urge to be about more than just me without sounding sanctimonious or braggadocious about it. But, But I just think... As I look back on myself then, I see that in some ways the mission to serve something bigger than just me was there. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I had no idea you had such a faith-based background. Well, you know that my grandfather and my great-grandfather are both Methodist ministers, and they're very deep. I I had that very deep in that. But interestingly, I was never really that. You know how that is, just because our parents do it. Isn't your mother, is your mother a minister? Yeah, my mom is a Unitarian Universalist minister. And the greatest compliment I've ever received in my psychic realm of professionalism came early in my career when I was putting my neck out there and really doing things that I would, I didn't have any models or training or role models or mentors or anything, but this, this council of light wanted to speak through me. And so I was doing these at the time, it was a weekly message. I, I cannot wow. believe this. I look back, I'm like, where did I get wow. the stamina to do a weekly message for two years straight? Wow. But I did it. And so one time she would, she always listens to the messages because it's like my, my daughter's, I'm proud of my daughter, you know, like that mom kind of thing. But mm-hmm. she said to me, Laura, when I listen to the channeled messages that come through you, I hear God talking to me as if I'm standing in my space when I'm communicating with God's source. Aww. And I just, I got goosebumps all over. Cause that to me was not only does my mom approves of me in that Freudian way, 
but it was like, yes, there really is some connection there to some spiritual realm. And when I was new in my career, I was looking for validation, but I didn't have a mentor or a teacher or anybody that mm -hmm. I can turn to to get that from. So it was my mother's words that really, and I didn't seek them out. She just shared that with me spontaneously. So I thought, oh. okay, that's spirit telling me I'm on the right path, doing what I'm doing. <laughs> that's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? I will say it's quite a journey with our families. So you did not, as you were developing as a psychic, <clears throat> You didn't encounter opposition from your family, or how did they respond? Well, so when I was a little girl, I was having experiences, and I was being visited by spirit in the neighborhood that had passed on and just curious about me because it could see me, so it would come to my bedside at night. But as a four-year-old, I had language like, the witch came to see me last night again, or I had a scary dream, or the man was telling me to go talk to his wife, and I don't know what he was saying. And my family would just be like, oh, you know, just tell them to go away. You're sleeping. Tell them you have to go back to bed. Oh. They never discredited me, but they no. also never really advanced my skill set and supported me in advancing it because they didn't think that it was as visceral as it was. Mm -hmm. And then in my teenage teenage years, I grew up on Cape Cod. So there's lots of psychic energy layers. There's the Native American layer, and then there's the sea captains and um whaling era energy there wow. and then there's the pilgrims and the first landers that were here mm. in the united states from england so there's all this enmeshed stuff plus there's modern stuff so i was really interested in anything that was like ouija board ghost story macabre haunted house scary stuff because I, I didn't have an outlet to express or practice with my skill sets so i was always the one that was like hey guys it's 3 a.m let's do ouija board right yeah. i was that friend <laughs> people could push me to be like go in that creepy room and tell us what's going on in there so i was kind of like a guinea pig and it was just sort of an idle curiosity kind of thing for me and then in my 20s, I met my husband, my, we were dating at the time, and we did a ton of traveling internationally, a lot. We traveled a lot for extended periods because of our work schedules. We went to England and Scotland and Wales for six weeks. And Ooh. it was around the time of the internet chat room slash webcam era. So the late 90s, early 2000s, right on that cusp of the time frame. And I had been studying and watching a ghost camera in Wales for a long time. I had become a moderator of the chat room because I was there all the time with the people. I hung out, knew them, and was like, with all these people from all over the world. And finally, we were going on this big trip. And I said, well, we've got to go and visit this castle and go to this haunted thing and see everyone. And I've got to meet them all. So I went and we had this great experience. And I was channeling this we went on the ghost tour and i i met the people who run it and they put me on mm. camera and i waved to everybody internationally it was like my first oh, oh my ah. <laughs> who knew all these years later i'd be doing this for a living, right um i had all these powerful experiences on that trip and in that particular castle i did my first channel experience with an elderly woman who wanted to speak through me but i didn't know how to just like talk her thoughts i thought she had to like actually make me speak so on the tape recorder, <laughs> it sounds like I'm having an orgasm. It's so embarrassing because like, <laughs> I was moaning. I was like, oh, because I didn't know how to tell, like, okay, she's telling me this. And I didn't know I could just speak it. I thought she had to come through me and speak it. Well, I have weird ideas about how this works. But anyway, so we had all these incredible experiences all over the world where we had all this divine stuff happening. And then that particular trip, we came home from that trip and he said to me, my husband said to me, I don't think this is just a hobby. I think you have some sort of skill set you should develop. And then he was 
spirit was working through him to help me take classes and learn formally oh. and study. And in that year long study that I was doing, it was a really intensive study. Um, I learned my Reiki as well, which I had no idea that that was going to dovetail and come in. I had never heard of Reiki before, but that overlapped with my psychic development training. And at the end of a calendar year, I was really guided by this strong force in my life to open a business. And mm. I was not an entrepreneur. I didn't know tech. I didn't know customer service. I didn't know websites, but I built a website in a week because when you're on your divine path, these things just sort of materialize. That's go on my website with like, make it go live. This is nine. 2009, right? 11 years ago, mm. 10 years ago, 2008, 2009. Okay. So I press go live on my website and 72 hours later, my first client, my only client for six months, my perfect, most blessed, beautiful client to come and see me for Reiki says, hi, I see you off for Reiki. Can I come? And it's like, oh my God, universe. Thank you so much. Right. And it's just snowballed from there. Cause when I was, when you know you're on the right path and, and you're doing the right things and you're listening to the yeses, I have to back up actually for a second and say, I had incredible training as a child by my parents to attune myself to the yeses and the positivity of the world. So oh. I never had any fear opening my business. I never had any hesitations. I never had any like, I don't think this is right for me. What if I shouldn't? What if I couldn't? What if I, none of that crossed my path. I always just looked at everything with excitement and with anticipation and with this awe inspiring gosh, how lucky am I? How joyful this is. I'm really blessed to say that I can make money doing something I love. And because of that framework that I stepped into this path with, I've always been really successful. So when I told my family, it was already after I had been established because there was a little bit of like, for those of you or friends of mine who are, um, who've had experiences with coming out of the closet and sharing that you are, um, maybe a different orientation than what your, than what your family thought you were growing up or maybe what your family thinks you should be growing up. I, I personally don't have that same experience, but I liken my psychic coming out to an experience like that, where I was a little nervous about sharing with people my, you know, what would their reactions be? And people were really nice to me and my family. If they didn't understand what I was talking about, they, they were just kind of quiet and were like, okay, cool. But then over time, some of them would side let up to me on like college <laughs> and stuff. And like, you know, I had this experience in 1972 that I've never told anyone about. Can I, can I just talk to you for a second about this? Mm. That was fascinating for me because I've now had the pleasure of hearing all these different generations in my family come and tell me these stories. And we know now in our training that we've both had psychic stuff runs in families. So this goes Absolutely. back generations and none of the other people in my family have chosen to take their work public like I did right? and, and turn into professionals, but they're all just as talented. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? I have to say that's, and you are blessed by the way, with having had that kind of support in just believing in yourself from an early age because I do think that is enormously important and one of my biggest challenges and journeys uh, with mediumship and with the psychic work is that same thing. You have to be able to trust what you get. Mm -hmm. Spirit is giving you downloads, they're giving you inspiration, they're giving you ideas, they're giving you words to say or things to do with your hands or 
whatever it might be, but you have to believe in yourself enough to be able to say, well, okay, I'm getting this to say these words, so I'm going to just say them, even though I don't know how it's going to turn out or whether people are going to uh, like it or not like it and all this. And that was a big, big challenge for me for years, and I think that that's why I have not fully developed, and I would like to say I'm still in the process of developing even now, uh, it's an eternal path of, of growth, but yeah. that I'm now beginning to really blossom in part because I'm old enough that I'm less concerned with, you know, people's thoughts and opinions and all of this kind of thing and whether it's going to be quote-unquote right or not. That's a really big gift that you were given as a young person. And I will say also that it is funny how sometimes when we finally do come out with our psychic stuff, then people do come up to us and it turns out that all along they've been having experiences and they've been having these moments, but they didn't have a safe space to really talk. And there's something about the service that we provide by being open and out there with what it is we do, even at the risk of being thought an oddball or whatever, um, that it gives other people freedom to go, oh, hey, wait a minute, you know what? I used to, you know, when I was a little kid, I had an imaginary friend, um, you know, yeah. all that kind of thing. It's been so inspiring and humbling all these years to have all these clients that have come through and all these different variations of classes that I've taught with people who've taken classes with me who've said, thank you for being the outlet for what I know I need in my life and I don't have a framework or a reference. Thank you for being the sounding board for me. Thank you for believing in me and not thinking I'm crazy. I get that one all the time. Thank you for believing in me and not thinking I'm crazy. So people come all the time to my client work and they say, I'm sure you're going to think I'm crazy. And I stop them and I say, I've been in business for over ah. a decade. Nothing will surprise me. Hmm. Everything you are about to tell me is real, and I believe you. Now go ahead and tell me. Right. <laughs> yeah, because right. it just is the world is a miracle of energy and all these different complex layers of beingness. And I'm always learning on the job. It's funny when I bring through channeled messages or I bring through spirit guide work, the messages that come for people are oftentimes teachable moments for me. It's like, oh, is that really how it works in the spirit realm? How cool is that? I never knew that. That's new information. Cool. Thanks for sharing that. And I take that and then absorb it into my colloquial training of my lens for how to share with other people. But it's always a blessing and it's always a journey for sure. It's thrilling. It's so fun. And you're right. The things that come from our clients, for me as an educator, I've been a teacher at Berkeley for like 30 years. And inevitably, the issues that come and the things that people bring, they're coming because I also have something that I can benefit from the experience, something I can learn, some way that through helping them through a problem, I'm also learning and growing myself. Um, so yeah, I know that you teach a lot of psychic development classes, mm -hmm. and you also teach um, about, I know you also do the essential oils. You have that as a whole thing you do. And then you also do Reiki still, right? Yeah. 
it's interesting over the years, all these different iterations that have come into my business. So I'm a psychic medium and a channel and I work with essential oils and herbalism. And I also work with Reiki, which is energy medicine. So I tell people I work with spiritual medicine, energy medicine, and plant medicine. Those are my nice. three days now. And there's all these spin-offs that come under that umbrella to like parse it all out. So let's do this. Why don't we share with everybody how they can find us on the internet and we'll do one last reminder, mark your calendars for October 27th and put yourself on our newsletter lists. Carolyn, share with everybody your information so they can find you on the internet and they can put oh, them in your newsletter. Okay, thank you, Lorna. That's keep us on point, <laughs> ever the teacher. So, <laughs> I can be found at www carolynwilkins.com, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-W-I-L-K-I-N-S.com. And pretty much my whole life is up there. And once we have our plan for the Spirit Talks event, um, there will also be a link for you to be able to um, purchase tickets for that as well. It's coming soon, so be coming soon. on the lookout, everyone. And you can find me at divinelotushealing.com. And sometimes if you do a Google search for my name, Laura West, and the word divine, sometimes I come up that way. This past summer, I recently went through a website upgrade and a technology change, and the mapping of my site maps changed completely on my website. So um, if it doesn't come up right away, just type in divine lotus healing and see if I'm, I come up that way because I'm building my way back up the ranks of the pages, I suppose, although I'm probably already there. I don't know. I just let spirit handle it all, and I don't worry about it. <laughs> That's the best way, always. I know. It's always been the way that I work. So I'm really excited, Carolyn. This is going to be such a fun event. I am really looking forward to doing this with you. I just, I'm buzzing, because I know it's such a juicy and heartfelt and authentic and moving experience for people who get to be in the audience with us. And, and we don't necessarily know what's coming. So it's nice for us too. It's like, oh, we have no idea. We yeah. have no idea. It's going to be an adventure for everyone. But I, what I do know is it's going to be fun. It's going to be rich. It's going to be healing. It's going to be at a very high vibration because that's how we roll. That's true. All right, everybody. So we're going to say thank you for now. And we will come back around with newsletter and social media status updates around the event specifics. So keep watching and staying tuned. As we get closer, we'll post specifics. Okay. Bye, everybody. Talk soon. <laughs>